It's Thursday the 30th of April. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. I'm Shane Lee today and I'm joined by former rooster himself and funny man, Nat Wood. How are you, Nat? I'm good, Shane. How are you, buddy? Mate, a lot to talk about today, but um, mate, just checking on you. How's the training going? How's the fitness going? And how'd you go on that 72-hour fast, mate? Yeah, I completed the 72-hour fast on Jesus. Friday morning. Yep. I sculled five. Well, not sculled. I had 500 mils of broth. Followed up by some steamed broccoli. That was my little entree before I went to my mum's for a good Friday lunch where I just demolished on, two kilo of prawns, seafood chowder in the works, then I just demolished the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> How much weight did you lose? I lost five and a half kilos in three days. And did you put it straight back on after the- I put it back on pretty quickly. <laughs> put it back on enter. I'm back up to 90 kilos. <laughs> but it was just a, it was a mental challenge for me. So I completed it. Yeah. Well, let's kick off. Um, Mate, some big news. The Tigers are about to get their first points of the season. They got the bye. How good's that? Supporters <laughs> will be cheering. <laughs> Mate, do, do you reckon um, there's some really good odds going around now that they won't win a game this season? Is that possible, do you think? I think they're a big chance of possibly beating the Warriors at home. Okay. You know, historically, Warriors aren't, aren't a real good side travelling. They've, they've been going okay this year, but I think that's a game that they could. I could see them winning. You know, home game. Hopefully the crowds turn up for that game. And if I was to pick a side they could possibly beat, it'd yeah. be the Warriors. One, one of the reasons, um, we'll talk about salary caps now, but one of the reasons the salary cap is in place is due to the fact that um, they don't want an imbalance uh, on the ladder. So they don't want teams with mm. all the money to have all the success and, and teams like the Tigers this year having none. But what, what are your thoughts? Should there be yep. salary caps? So talking about actually um, making every player's salaries public now, what are, what are your thoughts on that? As a player, I don't think there should be okay. a salary cap, obviously. <laughs> but for the comp to be uh, fair, like sides like mm. the Rooster was, Roosters would just blow That's most right. sides out of the park, and you know the, the, everyone would be just living off the scraps. So I couldn't see many many sponsors putting their hand up to help the Tigers next year, which which would destroy them even more. So I think there has yeah. to be a salary cap. Yeah, but it's interesting, isn't it? That. Um and a lot of players' uh, salaries are speculated about, but it'd be interesting if they could talk about putting them out in the paper, every every player, exactly what they're earning, how much they're earning, and how long they're, they're contracted for. Oh, well, then, if they print it in the paper, that's honest and honest. That's, that's the truth, then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> hey? There you go. Well, let's make it honest and honest and put it in the paper. It's gospel, then. Well, talk about gospel and the truth. Um, the the Rabbitohs last weekend absolutely blowing um, the opposition out of the water, and Latrell Mitchell... That, that guy, when he switches on, I think you and I chatted about this at the start of the season, when he switches on, there's no better player on the paddock. I think he scored three or four tries, a uh, number of try assists. He was just dominant. Yeah, I think I still think Latrell's just in second gear. And I hope mm. he is in second gear. I hope he's saving himself for the bigger games. Uh, you, you can see the Storm are – I was guilty of forgetting how good the Storm are when their one, six, seven, and 9 combination starts to fire uh, and their big pack just start to steamroll other packs. So, look, Latrell, I think, is cruising. Uh, I'd like to see him dominate a really solid team like a Melbourne or a Broncos. Or Queensland. Or someone like that, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> that's who I'd like to see him dominate. And, he, and look, I, I, I love him as a player. He's, he's attacking second to none, but I just – for me, he's a little bit too nonchalant and just cruising around. I'd like to see him. Like, if he had the same work ethic as Dylan Edwards, imagine how good he would yeah. be. Yeah. Well, it's funny. He, he, um, he scored all those tries. I think he had personally had 28 points himself. And then he missed yeah. about four or five conversions, all from the sideline. Um, uh, I'll give him that. But uh, yeah. he just didn't look that phase. But 
the really, really good players seem to really put their foot on someone's throat when they, when they got the opportunity. Like he could have scored, you know, 30, 40 points himself. Yeah. Well, that's what makes me think that he's just in cruise. Mm. I don't, when I look at him now, I don't think he looks as fit as he did last year. Okay. So that could be a part of why he's cruising. He's probably not at his peak fitness. Some players take about five or six games to get to their peak. So I'm hoping that Latrell really takes it up a, a notch when we play the better sides because I'm a South, I'm a South fan and I hope that they really win the comp this year. They can't do it without Latrell. Well, you're a South fan, mate. I'm a Dragons fan, and um, I predicted at the start of the season this was going to be a tough year for myself. I, I've, I've budgeted this year to kick in three televisions at home. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> yeah. done one yet, but I'll tell you, I'm getting close to it. But uh, Griffin, the coach, um, a list came out this week that they want a new coach. They made that open now. Mm-hmm. Um, they put a list together, and he is not on it. I didn't see the list. I heard that Des Hasler is on it. I think if I was the St. George board, I'd be looking to put on a bloke like Jason Riles, ex-front yeah, rower, call. respected yep. by all the players, uh, done his time, done his apprenticeship under under some senior coaches, under Trent Robinson. So I think he would be awesome for uh, St. George as a, as a coach. Well, I agree, mate. So it'd be interesting to see if he's on their, t- on their hit yeah, list. Yeah, I think Matt King would be on there too. Um, he'd be a good option. I, I just know, Des has a coach, a team that's not – Manly? I don't know. I would I, I would be looking for some young blood if I was yeah. if I was part of the St. George Board. I'd be looking for some young blood and someone that's got a history of um, playing for the club and a bit of blood, sweat and tears for the club, you know, so lead by example. It's interesting, yeah. I was speaking to one of my best mates, Corey Pearson, who played for the, for the Dragons, front rower, uh, played with Jason Rolls and he said, super bloke, super talented, very, very smart off the yep. field um, and he's working under Trent Robertson. Yep. Um, now, now at the Roosters, so he's getting a really, really good um, education there. He ticks there. all the boxes. He ticks he a lot of boxes, boxes, doesn't he? Yeah. You know? yeah. And I'm sure he'd have the respect of the, of the players straight off the bat, so, which is important. Yeah, and he's paid for the Red V too, so that would definitely help. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll take a quick break now. We'll come back after, and we're going to delve into a, a few personal stories with, with Nat today, so stay tuned. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Afternoon Sports. So let's um, now let's have a quick look at some of the, the games this weekend. Dolphins take on the Rabbits tonight. You'd have to think the Rabbits, based on their form last week, will, will cruise home there. I'd like to think the Rabbits will, but it seems every time I tip against the Dolphins, they get up. So they're like my, my hoodoo <laughs> side. Uh, but I think Latrell could put another exhibition on here. So I think that'll be a big scoring game. Yeah, I think you're right there too. Um, Sharks take on the Roosters. Sharks at home. Yeah, good game. I think this is where the Sharks need to make a name for himself here and beat a, a high-quality side. Uh, the Roosters have got to bounce back. So I think this is a real tough game. I'm going to lean towards the Roosters. Yeah, I'm definitely going to tip towards the Roosters too. I think I had Toby Rudolph on lunch with Lee this week. Comes out on Monday. Um, he's injured. Yeah, big um, loss. And I couldn't, yeah, and, and I couldn't think – I couldn't believe really that the Sharks you – know, they've, they've seemed to have played – 
quite well this year, in, but they're sitting at 11th. Yeah, I know. They're just they're playing well, but not winning the games. And I think yeah. if you look, there's a lot of, lot of um, sides top, what you think would be in the top five that are down at the bottom of the ladder. So it's a strange comp, a very strange comp. I think the mm. Eagles storm, Eagles, yeah. their defense was terrible. We touched on that mm-hmm. previous you week, did. how, how bad that they're. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't see it getting any better for them this weekend. So I don't know what Seabold's going to do. Seabold's going to do to toughen that defensive structure up with theirs, but he has to do something fast this week. Raiders had a good win last week. They take on my Dragons. Um, it's hard to Raiders can do this. They they can they do it every year. They seem to lose four or five, and then they they somehow win, win four, four or five. five. Yeah, yeah. They usually do it at the end of the year, but mm. I think yeah they won last week just through the niggle, and they yep. just played old school footy, which is which is Ricky's bread and butter. Very Ricky so Stewart, yeah. I can't see them changing uh, what they do this week, and I can't see them getting beat. The game that I'm probably looking forward to the most, I think it's going to be a really close, tight match, is the Eels versus the Bulldogs. Do you really? I think the Eels will run away with this. Do you? Yeah, I think the Eels should should be a 13-plus here. Yeah, I reckon the Bulldogs are going to bounce this week. We'll wait and see. Yeah, I think they're going to lose that. Without Addo Carr's energy, I think they he is a big factor to how they perform. So I'm tipping that they get... A uh, bit of a score put on them, uh, mate. Apart from Latrell, any other players catch your eye last week? Yeah, I just thought that the pack, the Melbourne pack, caught my eye. Mm. They dominated, yeah, okay. you know, and uh, obviously Munster. Munster did a demolition job, so yeah, I'm, I think that Melbourne are the side to watch this week. See what they do to the Eagles. I mean, I was just going to ask you. Um, I was watching uh, a press conference from Wayne Bennett. Firstly, do you ever do you ever play um, in a match where Wayne coached against you? I played against the Broncos. I think they beat us. It was one of my first first grade matches against the Broncos. They beat us fifty four nil. And they had that horse that used to run around the track. It had a heart attack. Right. It did that many laps of the track. Every time Steve Renoff or someone scored, it'd do a lap around the 400 meter track. It had a heart attack. They had to revive it <laughs> on the sideline. That's that was when when uh, he was coaching. So yeah, I've not got a good a good history of wins against against Bennett. I love the Wayne Bennett story. He said he was coaching in Brisbane and um, he he lived out just outside of the of the town itself. And he said he was driving home. And there was some drunk guy like stumbling across the the highway. So he pulled over. And he said, mate, you're all right. You look pretty drunk. He said, yep. And he said, he, he told Wayne the town he lived in. He said, I'll, I'll, I'll drop you back. I live just in the town next door. Yeah. And he said, he got in the cab and the guy looked at him and said, do I know you from somewhere? He goes, oh, you're that Wayne Bennett, the, um, the, the coach. And he says, yep, that's me, mate. I'll, I'll get you home safe. He goes, well, you drive fucking taxis as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've never heard that. How good that that's story? a brilliant story, yeah. Uh, that's a classic. Now, um, one classic story to finish, mate. I, I love your uh, your little things, but well, tell us the story of the time we've touched on it before. You breaking into your, your, oh, your yeah. mates' uh, well, flats and that sort of stuff. But well, well, take us back to the nineteen nineties. Yeah, in the nineties, it was. Do you remember in the nineties there was a there was a lot of home invasions going on, yeah. <laughs> and it was on Triple M. We used to train in the morning when the roosters and everyone was talking about. Oh, imagine if imagine if someone broke into your house and all the blokes that were shit scared of it. David Barnhill, Rico. <laughs> Simon Benetti, just they were all terrified, saying, oh, I chipped myself. So I thought, oh, here we go. I'll break into these blokes' houses. So it was a Friday night, and I just th- – I got a screen mask. Remember those old screen masks? <laughs> oh, geez, yes. <laughs> I got a screen mask, and I um, <laughs> I went and I hit – I got Justin Dooley, Julian Bailey, and, and Simon Benetti's house. I climbed up on their roof because I couldn't get in the bottom floor. I climbed up on their roof, and the small <laughs> bathroom window was open. I popped off their bathroom window, and I, and I – 
crawled in through the window and I was in the, the top floor of their house and they were all down in the lounge room and I, I wrapped a blanket around me and had this scream mask and I steamed down the, down the stairs and just run out into them in the lounge room just going <laughs> and Simon Benetti screamed that lad he was all rolled up in a blanket he screamed it was like that kid remember the poltergeist when the, when the tree yeah. comes through he screamed like that everyone had to calm him down <laughs> and then I went from there to Rico's house and to Dave Barnhill's. I just tried to get as many as I could in one hit. So they're all on edge for the rest of the season. <laughs> mate, you, you struggle these days of breaking to Rico's house, mate. He's, he's got a big yeah, joint exactly. down the down security there at the front. Yeah, that's it, mate. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it today for Afternoon Sport. Um, big thank you goes out uh, to, to Nat for being on the show. Uh, make sure you hit follow or subscribe or wherever you, get, or wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors, Elite Bet. It's the only betting app you'll ever need. And Nat, we'll be back tomorrow with your Dodo Sport. Thanks again, Nat. See you, Shane. Have a good weekend, mate. Afternoon Sport. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com.